Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts, it's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember. Together, click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more with your hosts, Brent Radlinski and Dave Van Robes. Listen in as we talk everything happening in the world of sports from a beer drinker's perspective. It's just like sitting in the sports bar, but with your pants off. Sports, beer, and shenanigans. So sit back, grab a few beer, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer with a sports talk, and a whole lot more. May the 30th, 2022, show 205, Dave. Uh, baseball's in full swing here when the WCBL season started for me on, on Friday night. I had a game here in Lethbridge. On Sunday, I went to Brooks. You went and attended the game at uh, Spit Stadium on Saturday night. It was apparently it was a well-played game. Uh, pitchers, it's crazy when pitchers throw strikes, how much uh, better the game and that little white thing goes across the plate, uh, how the game uh, just goes a little bit smoother. It's a little more entertaining for the fans instead of having a, a walkabout Little League game and all, all that stuff. Dave, when I got back from Brooks yesterday, uh, we had a pickup spot, was in Coldale, just down the road for people who don't uh, don't know where we are. But I did the first thing, first time ever in my life, Dave, I did something I'd never done before. I went into McLennan's Bar last night. Oh, did you? First time in my life. That's my kind of spot. I quite enjoyed that. It was six o'clock. Uh, there was a few people in there Sunday night, pretty quiet. But uh, beers were cold, reasonably priced. That's my kind of spot. Um I think I'll be going there again someday. It is a decent little joint. I myself have been there five to 10 times in my life. Um, and I've been there on a slow night. I've been there on a, on a happening night. It's, it is a good little joint in a small town. It's yeah. I figured uh, when you were telling that story, I didn't know where you were going with it. And when you said the first time I ever went into McLennan's, I said to myself, I bet you he liked that joint. No, it reminded me of uh, of the Great Northern during the day in uh, Whitefish, Montana. That kind of a, a, an old bar vibe. Uh, people were friendly. The beer, like I said, the beer was cold, reasonably priced. It was a great little spot. They had two or three and a, and a, a plate of wings. It was a nice end to the weekend on a Sunday night. Second thing, Dave, that, that we did, we finished watching Winning Time, the Lakers uh, mockumentary, I guess, last night. We finished watching that. Man, Dave, that show was so well done. Entertaining informative enough but not too serious the the guy who played magic johnson we've said it before he was fantastic that goofy grin that he had towards the camera numerous times that show was very well done i'm glad they picked it up for a second season uh as am i because it's enlightening after watching a couple episodes of that i went to the wikipedia page and and wiki's always my go-to when i want to learn something more about something 
Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I read about it and, and I, I learned a bit from it, not, not from it, but because of it, uh, I didn't realize all the, the health problems of that head coach that, that cracked I, his head. I, I never no knew anything clue. about that. Can I, I, I remember watching the Lakers back in mean, 1980, was like 83 when we finally got cable in Fort McLeod. I think it's when I first started watching basketball and then, uh, and the like. But I had no idea that that happened. How Riley got his position, the whole bit—it was—it was informative enough. It was uh, serious enough. It was enter- entertaining as hell. John C. Riley was fantastic in it, as uh, Dr. Jerry Buss. No, it was a great show. If you haven't seen it, make sure you tune in. I, I think it's on Netflix, or I don't even know Crave here in Canada. It's wherever, but just you just yell out the winning time; it'll show up on your screen somehow. Yeah, it, it was it was really well done, and it was it was it was crazy entertaining, crazy yeah. entertaining, and uh, it got picked up for a second season, which is really neat because I'm interested to see how Pat Riley went from begging for a job, ended up being the cl- color guy for the radio guy, yeah, to to assistant coach to like Pat Riley is the only head coach I knew of the the Showtime Lakers and so to be the, the icon that he became out after the fact, how it, how it all came out, came about. It's like pretty going to be pretty interesting for sure. Um, Dave, last week, we didn't touch on it last Tuesday. The last time we talked on the, on, on the show here, uh, there was a tragedy down in Texas at an, another school shooting happened. We won't get into that end of things. I mean, you can talk about guns and this and that, and you, you'll have 25 different opinions on that. So we won't talk about that. I, I'm, I'm 99.9% certain. I'm hundred percent certain that nobody thinks that children should, should get slaughtered at school. So we won't get into that. And there's no point in, in discussing that. But the thing that got me that day, um, other than obviously children dying was the emotion that Steve Kerr showed uh, the head coach of the uh, Golden State Warriors, the frustration he had with um, the people in charge down down in the United States and, and how things never seem to change. And it seems week in, week out, there's another shooting, another travesty, another tragedy. And Steve Kerr could, couldn't hold his emotion anymore. And he got really, um, he was everything but swearing at the camera. He w- And he wasn't swearing to anybody. He was just yelling out in frustration. I thought that the emotion he showed was fitting. I thought it was appropriate. I, uh, I, there's nothing that he didn't say that most of us aren't thinking. Um, Dave, the thing about that is that there are people, and I've been there, there in the past, that sometimes sports and politics don't mix, but I don't think that this is a political issue as much as it is a human life's issue. And the, the, the statements that Kerr, Kerr made, I thought were spot on. I 100% agree with everything he said. I, I too obviously saw that that day. Uh, it was before the, the, it was the pregame press conference. Well, not the pregame, but um, after the shoot around the afternoon press availability and, and he went off and he's clearly frustrated. And how can one not, how can one not? And, and my point to this is, you know, anytime something goes when I said uh, something, when when an, when an athlete or a coach um, uses their platform and their time to talk about things like this, and then inevitably the next thing you see on Twitter is stick to stick to sports, stick to sports. You're not pay. We're not paying to to hear you talk about that. Well, fuck. Change the channel, right? Because how is change going to happen without people talking about change 
and and for whatever you think the solution might be what's going on right now is not working yeah. that much is clear and then so like find your solution or like well let's not polit- politicize it it's too soon it's too soon it's always too fucking soon because there's one happening every goddamn day the next day so, there was a kid lurking around another school in texas so it was almost it almost happened again so it's never dave it's never too soon to talk about this stuff and the way steve kerr did it i thought was fantastic um and he was frustrated and and you know what <laughs> Like when the Black Lives Matter thing happened a couple of years back with the George Floyd thing, they were actually, you know, the bubble and everything. They, they actually canceled games because the players said enough's enough to get something. Someone's got to start, start talking about this. And I, I, this is kind of the same kind of deal. And it's it's tough to, to and like you said, if people don't want to hear an athlete or a coach talk about this, like you said, turn the channel. Uh, a couple of days after Gabe Kapler, the manager for the, the, uh, the uh, San Francisco Giants, he came out and he said, I'm not, I'm not going to be on the field for the anthem. And of course that got pushed back because people started calling him Kaepernick and this and that and everything else. Um, people don't realize that 99% of the people who watch a baseball game don't even hear the anthem because they don't play it on television ever, ever. So it doesn't affect anybody. Kapler didn't even have to, to mention that he wasn't going out, but he did. He said he's frustrated with the way the government is and it's the way he did it. So when people get up in arms about him not going out for the anthem, I kind of laugh about it because you know what? Unless you stand up when the when the anthem is on, like the hockey plays it, baseball never plays it. Football once in a while does it, but they, that's good advertising time. So for people to say that the Kapler should be doing this or should be doing that, do they stand up when the anthem is on at their house? Probably not. Probably not because it's not even on TV most of the time. So for people to get up in arms about that, Kapler, like you said, these guys have a they do have a platform to. To, to be a voice of things that they don't think is right or, or that, that they don't think is right or wrong. And I admire the guy for, for saying so like that, because no matter what, you're going to piss off probably 48% of the fan base. And I admire guys who goes, you know what? I don't care. I don't like this. Something has to change. And if something, this little thing that I'm doing might equate to something or get people talking about it, I think it's a, it, it's a, it's a good thing to happen. Yes. Whether, whether it be talking about it, reading what I have I have to think about it. I'm not, nobody's asking. Uh, he, I believe he's not asking people to agree with him, but he wants people to hear his point. And if that led, leads you to do a little bit more research to, to get off your ass and vote in your civic election and your state election and your, like your provincial election, like just get up and vote. And, and you know, you're sick and tired of politics. Well, we're sick and tired of politics because only 52% of the population votes. If 90% of the population voted, then we get a real indicative government of, 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 of what people may or may not want. Like the, the, the apathy, we're so spoiled being in Canada and the US. We're so goddamn spoiled and we have no fucking idea how lucky we are. You know, and then you, All you, of you us. The, 100%, like the, uh, my dad said it the best when you're born in Canada, you won the lottery and we, you know, we take things for granted quite a bit. Um, the thing that was kind of, it, it was an odd timing is that last week when, when, um, Kapler said that he's not going to be part of the anthem anymore, our good old friend, the clickbait news, Colin Kaepernick, he gets a tryout with the Raiders or a try, he just did a workout, whatever it was. And, you know, and people were still complaining about him and they were, they were still misreading why he was taking a knee. It wasn't a disrespectful thing. People were still misreading why he was taking a knee during the anthem. 
that once again, most people don't see anyways, but it's just funny how that all, all came full circle with Kaepernick and the Kapler thing with the anthem, which just you know, it's uh, ironic, I guess, is, is, is one way of putting it, that it, it, it's all, all out there. And, and now Kaepernick's getting a chance to go come back in the league. And, and uh, do you take him on your team? Because it's a, it's a, it's a hot button issue, no matter what still. And that's been six years. Yeah, like that's a long fucking time, but he's not that old, do you think? So that's that's um, six years of not getting beat up. He did lead the Niners to the Super Bowl. He played in a Super Bowl as a rookie, like so. They like the, he has something. Um, I find it somewhat curious that it's the Raiders that that gave him that tryout as well, because uh, I, I found it kind of not surprising. Well. <laughs> The Raiders are in a bit of uh, doo-doo themselves right now because no of matter the whole, what. Yeah, well, the whole Gruden mess from last year, and then there was something else, and then also they had the there was a there was a wide receiver killed somebody drunk driving going 180 right. miles an hour down the interstate and and just stuff the Raiders stuff that always always needs to pop up. Yeah, so I, I found it odd, but like the. Well, I found it odd that it was them. I think they're doing a little pre pre PR uh image uh scrubbing because also josh mcdaniel the longtime oc for new england he's their head coach right now too so yeah and he's the motherfucker that drafted tim tebow for the denver broncos the only <laughs> reason i'm happy they drafted him is because they saw they saw they were only a quarterback away and that's how we got Peyton Manning. No, it's uh, it's it's uh, like I said, the Kaepernick thing. It's it hasn't gone away in six years. And it's not going to go away now. He's probably he's probably back in the league, and whether it's a, you know, he he it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what he says, what he doesn't say, um, whether he's a social justice warrior still or not, or he's gonna keep his mouth shut to get a paycheck. It's gonna be really interesting to say. The one thing that I did see that um, that about the Kapler thing, and it did kind of make a point is that somebody said okay he's he's willing to not go out for the anthem but is he willing to miss games and not get paid put your money where your mouth put your mouth where your money is or however that's said because you know what then you start making a difference because if you're not missing a paycheck all you do is taking five more minutes watching something in, in the locker room like it's it's kind of a not not hypocritical of him because he ain't losing anything and if, like i said nobody's watching the anthem anyways Nobody. Yeah, we you know, but like we we are talking about it. We knew about it the next day. Yeah. Here's the one thing. A, a side note. I think it was that day or the game after. The the fucking they tried the the Giants put in a reliever, but he wasn't on the lineup card. Like have all your protests all you want, Capper. That's your right. But to 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 forget to put somebody on the lineup card, then try and put him on later in the game. Now you're not doing your job. Yeah, you still got a job to do. Someone's paying you pretty handsomely to fucking do it. Right? Exactly. And, you know, and, and that's your job. And I realize it's a fairly minor league transgression, but it should never yeah. happen. No, it's, it uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been another rough week. It's when you, when these things happen, happen down there, there's so many solutions that don't, but we're not getting into it, but there's, there never seems to be the, the most simple solution. It, uh, it's just, it's crazy that this happens on a, on a weekly basis and it's, and it, it only happens, I shouldn't say only, it happens down there. It only happens down there. Like it happens here once in a blue moon. It only happens down there. And it, it's scary to think, like I had this conversation with an umpire that I umpired with on Friday night and he, he's a school teacher 
um, in St. Paul, Alberta, in Northern Alberta, just uh, east of Edmonton. And I said, do you guys lock your, your doors at school? He said, why would we? There it is. You know, it's just different, right? Yeah. Different. And uh, yeah. And we, we got the, the point of, I think this conversation that we wanted wasn't like where, who solves the problems, but just to, uh, I, th- I think we both agree that when, when coaches and, and managers and, and players and whoever, if you have a platform and someone wants to put a mic in your face, they want your opinion and, and right or wrong. I don't agree with everything that ever comes out of a athlete's or coach's mouth politically, but turn the channel. Like the, we, we, we put these people on a pedestal and, and if it gets people talking about issues that are at hand and, and issues that affect us every day, then, then talk. Well, the thing is, David Sutter said it best when before the play, we'll get into the Sutter thing in, in a second here, but he, before the battle of Alberta started, he said, there's things that bring Albertans together. And one of them was sport. And so if you can get, if you can get people who may, may not uh, agree politically on something, but they both like a, a football team or a basketball team or a hockey team, they might get talking more, more openly about stuff because they, they, they have something they can, they can agree on. And so we, you know, so if, you, if 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 that's all it takes is is they, they like a guy's jump shot or they like a guy's uh, batting average, and they they can start talking because they're on different sides of the spectrum. I, I say that they're almost obligated to do it. Like I I, I do. I, I think that athletes and coaches and sports guys, I think they're obligated to be role models. It's, it's part of the gig. It, I it's I think it's part of the gig. I don't think they're obligated to be role models. I think they're obligated obligated to get into the micro in front of the microphone. And then it's just us as as adults to decide if we want to listen and take them seriously or not. Yeah. Um, and when I say role model, I'm not talking um, like Ben Roethlisberger, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'm not talking. Yeah, like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not yeah. talking. T- like, gotta be like Tim Tebow, squeaky clean jelly bean, like exactly. that kind of stuff. But there's right. like there's a certain obligation that you have as a a public figure and figure that they are who got the platform that they do. You know, and it's, it's not like 14, 20 podcast listeners. They got millions of people listening to them every day. And if they, if they can make a difference and, and help out the society, I think it, like it's part of their, it's part of the gig. I, w- I wish they all would. You know, anyways, 14, 20 sports podcast, four beer with sports talk and a whole lot more. 14, 20 sports podcast, four beer with sports talk and a whole lot more. Dave, the uh, Battle of Alberta came and went with a bit of a fizzle. There was one entertaining game. Well, I shouldn't say entered one, but uh, there was the, the 9-6 debacle in game one. And then uh, last Thursday night, the, there was the uh, controversial no goal uh, to, that would have put the Flames ahead 5-4. Uh, Oilers won in overtime, won the series four games to one. Other than one period, Dave, that the Flames scored five or six goals in that game one. The Oilers were far and away the better hockey team, and it, it, it that series weren't close at all. It was surprising because you know it, it's funny. I j- every now and then I go back and listen to one or two of our old podcasts, and uh, that's the one I listened to just this weekend. Excuse me. Um, yeah, you picked the Flames in five. I picked the Oilers yeah. in seven with not a lot of conviction, and. and and it was surprising to me how the Flames, who played such a great team and defensive team system and responsible system, when 
a player with a extreme unique god-given ability that Connor mcdavid has and he does it a couple times a game and i can see how that can get into a team's head because now yeah. you're just looking at him all the time you're not that yeah. you instead of doing all your little jobs you're just concentrated on one guy they were focused on one guy a lot and it was the other guy who can't end up hurting them dry settled up 17 points in the five game series set up, set up the game winner in overtime but the big news dave there on the uh, the thursday night game was the uh, the no goal they they scored and then there was a long video review, Dave. When I was I was uh, at the ballpark watching it, they had a little uh, the screen there and everything else. Uh, and to me, there was no doubt that that was a goal, and it got called back throughout the year. I've seen a lot more definite kick-ins that that were called goals. Dave, I thought that was a goal, and I thought the Flames kind of got screwed. The Flames probably weren't going to win that series anyways, but there probably should have been a game six. The Flames got – they took it right in the hoop on that one, in my opinion. I don't think they got jobbed. They they got jobbed worse than the Stanley Cup against Tampa Bay, whatever it was. That was 20 years ago. Um, this one, I thought it should have been a goal. I did. But when they went to the different angles of replay and showing it again, there was one replay that – clearly showed that it clearly appeared he kicked it in it clearly appeared on that one angle the shitty thing is i think that puck was going to go in regardless i don't i think, don't, it, I, think it was going, I think it was going to go in no matter what and if that what camera the player's name i don't give a shit because they're done that that puck was rolling in no matter what and i think that guy he was eager to get it in the net direct it into the net he he might have he but by doing by by trying too hard he probably cost the flames that game and and i'll i'll, right? I'll take that for sure yeah yeah i believe that so but just by your explanation of him being so anxious to get it in the net you're suggesting that he uses skate like it didn't bounce off his skate well he was getting directed like uh not gonna psychoanalyze this. people can watch it on twitter or watch it on on the internet and everything else i can listen to our how it went in but he went to the net hard and he was getting directed they were angling towards the net and he didn't he didn't avoid his feet going to the puck and then when you look at it from right. that one above angle you can clearly see him moving and it like it's i i can see how it was called I don't think they were jobbed. Um, it was an unfortunate bounce. And I will say this, um, the the Oilers were going to win that series regardless. So no matter what, it. yeah. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. So, like, um, the Flames may – I believe you. the Twitter vote was, like, 50-50 on that. Uh, was it kicked in or was it a good goal? Yeah, it was right there. It was really close. It was – It was So, the, the fact yeah. that – the fact that it was that close all the way around, we can't say they got jobbed. It's 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 a called strike on the outside corner. Call it a strike. You can go to the bar quicker. More strikes and outs. Strikes and outs. Man. Out, strikes get and out. outs. Get, get out of the game. Got one in the hat tomorrow night. Should be a lot of fun. But yeah, the the that McDavid. You, you watch him and he's he's playing with. And the one thing I like about how he's playing right now, he's actually showing emotion. He seems so robotic all the time. And he just seems to actually be having fun and cheering instead of just, yeah, I scored again. Like it's, it, it seems like it's, there's something going on there. Will they beat Colorado? I don't know. I mean, I had Colorado win their series in, in three games, let alone four. And they, they went six with St. Louis. 
Um, it should be a good series because you know that McKinnon's a wagon too, man. That guy can play hockey. He's something else. It is amazing how when you think about the offensive firepower and what what may or may not happen with two B goalies, there's there's not there's not a shutdown goalie taking the ice in this series. No, so we might we're, we might see some six four seven five games this series. Yeah, and and with the starter still in, it's going to be because who do you put in? The other guy? What do you? Yeah, like this is shake it off. Don't worry. Put the e-bug in might might be better. Who knows? Jesus Murphy is <laughs> a fucking shooter tutor or something. But no, and then the other series on the Eastern Conference, the Rangers, they got through tonight. Uh convincing win on the on the road. Um, I wasn't surprised. I thought that, that the Rangers were a better team than, than Carolina. I uh I don't give I put a, a Twitter poll up it's getting a little bit of uh, beast now. What kind of uh, what kind of chance do you give the New York Rangers against the Tampa Bay Lightning? A snowball's chance in hell or a Rocky Balboa? Dave, what do you got? Um, yeah, I'll they they don't have a chance. The snowball. I I like Rocky's chances a lot better than the, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, I don't there's think it's no way. Much. There's there's no way. This is a five gamer. Yeah, Tampa, Tampa's Tampa. just still there till. They're still Ric yeah. Flair, man. To be to be the best, you got to beat the best. And I can't I can't see mm-hmm. them losing to, to the Rangers. It's uh, it's gonna be interesting. You know, we're getting down to the 14th. One of is gonna hoist Stanley Cup in about three weeks' time. It's it's a fun fun time of year to be a sports fan. Uh, I actually watched the NBA game at McLennan's last night. It was on the, on one of the TVs. I kind of watched Game Seven there a little bit. It was it was over early. Like it was it was over. Like Miami did not make a come like at, at all. It was. The score was 32-14 early, and that's just the way it, 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 it so just So this is, this is the third game seven in NBA now this year in the playoffs, and each one of them is just a big old fucking Done. turd. Yeah. Like, just here, come watch me take a shit on TV. Yeah, it wasn't good. I, like, I like I was like, okay, I got, maybe we'll talk about on the show. That might be good. Talk to some NBA for the first time ever, or not ever, but a documentary about the 1980, a mockumentary, about the 1980s Lakers gets more airtime in the NBA on the 1420 podcast than any, any game seven that happened. It was well, it's uh, a hell of a lot more entertaining. That's why it, it weren't good. It was over early. Like it just whatever. How do you get to game seven and just totally shit your pants? Yeah, because I don't like, understand. In basketball, it's a team, and in, in, in hockey, occasionally it happens. But that's like sometimes a goalie or something. Like it, it, it occasionally happens. But to to lose at home and not show up. Fuck the NBA. Like, just, I don't get it. Yeah, anyways. I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's odd. Dave, our uh, our Manscaped uh, products are supposed to show up in the, in the uh, mail tomorrow. I got the notification. Uh, Manscaped uh, partnered up with us. We're uh, they're sponsoring us. They're giving us a, a shot to promote their product. And they're going to give us uh, they give us a, a free uh, gift bag that's showing up tomorrow. So uh, Manscaped or fourteen twenty Scaped, then you get twenty percent off. It's on our social media accounts. We can get on there, but we'll give it a full review of the products that we use. Uh, there's some creams and this and that and a nose tr- nose hair trimmer and ear hair trimmer for us older gentlemen that we might give it a give a shot but uh that's some exciting news we got bulldog best bets and, and everything else and of course seat geek so things are moving in the right direction for the 1420 podcast so when i get this manscape stuff like did do I gotta shave my balls now? Like fuck, I've never like That's, 57 years, I've never shaved my balls once. I, Is that what, what I, I have to from, do now? From, from what I read, they they 
they kind of want you to, but I don't think you have to. I think you could um, use the product. So I don't know. I don't want to hear what you shave your nuts. I really don't. I don't. Uh, you know, like I gladly talk about shaving my nuts, but I've never shaved my nuts before. Like Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, it should be interesting. Like once it shows up, we'll read the manual and I'll send you what we're uh, the uh, the key points we're supposed to look for in the Manscaped products. But it's a uh, you know it's a it's a it's a uh, promotional item that they're giving us out of the goodness of their heart, and they're allowing us to be part of their team. So it's a good thing. Do they have a talcum powder? Like I don't mind I, putting talcum. I, I believe I believe there's a there's a there's some powders and lotion that are coming with this uh, with this gift. Oh, pack. I'm gonna vouch for that. Like because yeah, I'm not there, a ball shaver, but I'm. Yeah, a there's some there's some different different. Uh, there's five or six different products in the in the care package we're getting, and we'll uh, we'll go from there and we'll give a give a glowing review or a, an honest review of what of what we received, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it probably on, on Wednesday's show if the product shows up tomorrow. I ain't shaving my balls for free. <laughs> Maybe they're gonna pay us. Who knows? We haven't gotten down to brass tax ball thing yet. We haven't, we haven't signed the contract yet, Dave. Just let's just put it that way. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess there I hasn't just been a monetary. Know. There's not been a monetary amount uh, decided as of yet. What's happening here yet? So we'll go from there. But it should be interesting. Okay. Well, we'll we'll find out. And then, we'll, like, dude, yeah, we'll we'll keep you posted. Don't worry. Here we go. Fourteen twenty sports podcast. Manscaped, Seat Geek, Bulldog, and the rest. Talk to you guys in a second. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. Meathead of the Month Award brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Guy, you get 10, 20 bucks off your tickets uh, your first time through at SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Anyways, Dave, uh, the Meathead of the Month, we were talking off air and we had the same one. Uh, there's a couple we could probably go with, but we ended up with the same one. Maybe I'll bring something else up as we're talking about this, but it always seems to be recency bias since we started doing the Meathead of the Month. But uh, you're going to be pretty tough to beat this one other than Amber Heard, but we won't talk about her because she's a fucking wing nut that one what a wackadoodle but anyways uh the meathead of the month goes to i don't know if it's jock peterson and tommy fam or just tommy fam or just jock peterson or what i don't know but dave we're unanimous on this when the 1420 poll came in between me and you and these two guys are co-winners of the meatheads of the month i don't have co-winner on my side just it's fam? all it's all tommy fam when this happened, I happened to be on the Twitter machine on the right at the right time, and like altercation between Fam and Peterson in in right field in warmups and warmups, and so fuck I 
I was, my interest was peaked. Well, how the fuck does this happen? What the fuck is going on? And, and then, so it was a slow developing story, which is kind of the stories I like. And so I, I found out that bam, when uh, Peterson was, and the Braves were out there, he, he went and, and Will Smith them. Totally Will Smith them. And then, then uh, the fucking Braves. Yeah, just Will Smith them. And then like, it was a, it was a fantasy football argument. And then blah, blah. And I'm going to c- cut it short a little bit. This Jock Peterson, it was about a three minute clip where he was with reporters in the locker room. I think that and was when, today. He was on, the, on, or today or yesterday. Yeah, it doesn't much matter, but yeah. It was it was awesome. He goes like, "Yes, it it it, it started with a, a fantasy football beef and this and and he said I was disrespecting his teammates and it, it, he goes I was talking about the Padres and I shared a gif. He said gif, not jiff. I say jiff. He said gif, and about making fun of the Padres. And he goes, "Well, here it is." He, Jock Peterson, had absolutely nothing, and Fam was acting like this fake tough guy. And uh, fuck, I hate fake tough guys. And 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 he was uh, disrespecting. He was doing shitty stuff in fantasy football. Tommy Pham has to grow the fuck up. He uh, got suspended for three games and uh, for a, a, a game, uh, a hundred eleven thousand dollars he got nailed for over a fantasy football beef. Um, geez, that's fucking stupid. Like, that's really stupid. Do you think that uh, whoever is the manager, the general manager of the Padres could go and say, can we give him a longer suspension, please, for being fucking stupid? Like, three's not enough. He's with the Reds now. The Reds. Yeah, the Reds. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah. Reds. Sorry. Could, could he say, could we give him this guy more than three games for being a fucking moron? You know, the one thing I never did look up was, to, was how productive a a player Tommy Pham is can't be that awesome because at one point the Reds were three and 18. So uh, it stands to reason that he's not overly good, but I do not know. And then also to another point, like, and then apparently after Tommy Pham had all this uh, umbrage as to Jock Peterson's manipulation of the waiver wire, two weeks later, he quit the league. If someone quits a fantasy football league mid-season, you're a fucking loser. You are a loser. Like I hope they I, I don't know what was the like dues and, and Jock Peterson, both of them have said it was for a significant amount of money. I have no idea what that major league baseball playing fantasy. Uh she'd be a couple of bucks. Yeah. It might buy a house or two, depending on where you're shopping. Um, and you quit. And you quit because you're all fucking butthurt about. I I don't know how this fantasy league will uh, work, but in the fantasy football leagues that I play, there's rules and you can't break the rules because the system and the settings won't let you break the rules. Because the rules, rules are rules because the rules. And if you try to break the rules, it won't let you because the computer program says you can't break the rules. And that's why we're all doing fantasy football online right now because the computer, the, the computer. It's the easiest way to do it. Uh, yeah. And then the rules are enforced because either you can or cannot do it. Like I was can't. in one, I was in a fantasy football league in Fort McLeod, Dave, Jesus, 94, I think it was. And I didn't know a whole bunch about football back then. Um, 94, and I, it doesn't matter what year, but it was, we were just going on what the guy wrote down. 
and hoping, right? This was before internet was a big thing. And like, we're just, okay, we're going to just follow the rules. You can't make this trade. Can't make that trade. Of course, there's always somebody who manipulated things, got into lawyer speak, obviously, because the internet, you didn't, like this guy literally kept score from the box scores on the, from the paper. So it was yeah. a thing, right? So, but now you, when you log on to Yahoo sports for your fantasy football or CBS sports or whatever, um, you can't cheat. No, like, and that's the thing. You, you can't cheat because it won't let you cheat. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. Then the, your beef is with the commissioner, not with the guy. Like, and for Tommy fam to say it was for an, uh, uh, First off, this guy's the biggest. I never heard of him before in my life. And I'm a baseball guy. Might have heard his name once or twice before. But um, for him to lose out on one of the entry fee, which was a substantial amount of money, plus $111,000 in game fees, plus, 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 plus the ridicule he's going to get from his teammates, meathead of the month without a doubt. Did you see the gift that uh, Jock Peterson had? Like, no, that he I didn't. shared. Uh, so it was like three weightlifters side by side. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And one was the Giants, one was the Dodgers, and one was the the Padres. And the Padres weightlifter, they all threw the weights in the in the air, and the the Padres weight hit them on the head. And it yeah. was cartoony and and fun. And you know if if that doesn't that doesn't deserve a Will Smith, like fuck, you know like, Will Smith, is- a guy like that. Is this one of those situations, Dave? And I'll say it. Is it because these guys, and I'm assuming he's on, an, he's probably in his mid 20s. Um, is it just this entitlement thing? You can't make fun of me. No one makes fun of me. I'm like, fuck off, man. Like, you did. Because like, you see that I a lot. No idea. You see that a lot with these guys. Like, you, because like, they're so entitled and they've given everything throughout their lives because they can hit a baseball throw a baseball or whatever. And if somebody, they get butthurt when someone says something derogatory to them. I see it all the time with kids that age. Well, and so he's been carrying this grudge since September too. Like, <laughs> if, and like, and he had his digits because they were on a group text. Like if you got that big of an issue and now you're coming to him on this day, um, he's been on, Jeff Peterson's been on, fucking two or three teams since then rent like, free fucking that if that ain't that ain't fucking rent free that's like josh donaldson tim anderson rent free bullshit right there i want to say one more thing too this press conference that jock peterson gave in in the he sounds like fucking room. spicoli from fucking fast times but but do you remember little rascals like the actual little rascals he looks like a grown-up spanky with his hat <laughs> a little bit yeah and blonde tuft of hair he looks like and, a and, little... and jocko could probably go for a, a run or two to walk around the park maybe a little bit put on some lbs that boy well you know i fucking dug it i i i, I that jock, girl wearing yeah jock peterson that... fan club yeah I like like I I, I dug Jock Peterson's act. And for, and for, for him for him to, to to flat out go and say I don't care this is what this guy did. And I'm going to tell you what it doesn't hurt me. He, he, he has a he fucking idiot. Out, he had his phone in his hand. He goes, I'll read the conversation. He goes, I want to <laughs> get it right. And it, like I think he handled that like an absolute boss. Oh, that's and I'm funny. not saying he's a stand up guy. But he backed up his story 100% on that. 
and it was it it, it it provided me some entertainment and it made me say like why don't we Tony fam I now know your name because you're a meathead it's a uh, Dave this is a conversation that we'd be having around the bar at McLennan's in Coldale Alberta someday if we weren't doing it on the 1420 podcast anyways meathead of the month brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com go out and get your tickets for a concert or a sporting event and save yourself 20 bucks by using uh, promo code 1420pod that's 1420pod and save yourself 20 bucks free parking free beer (laughs) (laughs) 1420sports podcast four beer of sports talk and a whole lot more we got the uh, Dave a fun little segment that we came up with a year and a half ago that had makes zero sense whatsoever. There's two uh, people or uh, two songs or two bands or whoever that have no uh, inkling or no connection whatsoever. It's just it's pretty simple. It's who is better. I I named two names. You tell me who is better. I agree or disagree or we we uh, we we debate what's going on. But who is better? Uh, writing these down today, doing a little bit of work and then doing some work on the podcast, everything else throughout the, the day down here in the tavern. Uh, there's a good interview about John Daly when he was in college. He was told to lose weight and he said he lived, he had to lose 70 pounds and he uh, was on a diet of popcorn and Jack Daniels for three months and he lost 50 pounds. Uh, probably not the, the best way to, to get your life going in college, but uh, it seemed to work for John Daly for a little bit. Man, what a before we get into the who is better. That is quite the life and time story that would be the John Daly uh, biography, wouldn't it? Yeah, I've, I've kind of read the behind the scenes stuff that I've, I've come across. I, he's a different cat. He's a different cat. Even at the PGA the other day, like what, like after his first round, it was eight Diet Cokes or nine Diet uh, Cokes in a pack and a half of smokes. And, and all the darts, like all the darts. No filters either. Like, just whatever, man. Roll your own. I don't know. Just, oh. He's lived a life. We'll go. Who is better, Dave? Uh, John Daly or 80s and well, 90s and 2000s hot tub time machine star John Cusack. Who is John better? Cusack. John Cusack. No doubt. I uh, like John, John Cusack. I love John Cusack. I am uh, better off dead. Um, better off dead. $5. Two dollars, whatever it was. I want my two dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars. The, the, uh, the... fries. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love John Cusack. I, I, he's a guy I like. Um, another like the the one movie I really like. Um, where he's the record store owner with Jack Black and and that oh, Criminies. It's one of my favorite movies. I can't top five. It's not important right now. It is important. And, uh, it will come up to me. Um, John Daly, um, for all his uh, grip it and rip it and 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 no indiscretions and everything else and 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 do your thing, man. And and I can only imagine how much he would have accomplished in golf in golf if he would have dedicated himself to his craft, because he has two majors and we still we know his name, um, and he did de- he he never dedicated himself to his craft. So, a couple more, a couple more Johns here for you, Dave. Uh, winning time uh, star, Doctor, played Doctor Jerry Bus, John C. Riley, or John McEnroe. Um, uh, this is a good one. I love John C. Riley, but John McEnroe is my first favorite tennis player. 
I remember watching him playing in Wimbledon and 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 in in the U.S. Open. Yeah. And I I uh, for as terrible of a tennis player I was, I somewhat modeled my game after him. I attacked the net and I freaked <laughs> out when I missed shots. Just spaz at the net and smash your your spalding racket across the side of it, kind of deal, right? <laughs> There's more than one oblong te- tennis racket in my. Uh, in my history of a tennis, oh, I have. I remember having broken wooden one, smashing, throwing it against the. And I don't know why I was getting so mad. I wasn't ever going to be any good. Like I was never going to be good. Like you played, you played the start of summer at the Fort McLeod uh, ten, tennis courts, which were right beside the arena. But you only played at the start of summer because Wimbledon was on, so it was fresh in your head. Because that was that, that was when that was when summer vacation started. So he said, like, oh, I'm going to be a tennis player all of a sudden. And you played for five days. You sucked. And you put the tennis racket away with the rest of summer. I played tennis a lot uh, with a couple of my buddies uh, in university. Like, not I've never played one official game in my entire life. And so I played off and on for like five, six years kind of thing. Yeah. And um, I went to, when I went to going to university in, in Victoria, I met a guy and like, hey, you want to play tennis? I said, yeah, sure, we'll play tennis. And then I like, I missed an open shot. And I was like, fuck! And I threw my racket. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? He was like offended. You guys broke and up I, right then. Eh? That was it. Uh, we didn't break up, but we didn't play tennis anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what guys did when they played tennis. Like, because my buddies did it too, right? Like, ah, oh, whatever. You fuck sakes, fucking fuck, yeah. yeah. Cocksucker, whatever. Uh, here's one. Two guys who uh, don't even have the same first name, but we'll work this one in here. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs legend Wendell Clark or Clark Griswold? Oh, wow. Clark Griswold is an iconic character. Um, I'll give this one to Clark Griswold. Because um, uh, vacation, European European vacation can jam it, but Christmas vacation totally vindicated the the franchise of yeah. vacation. So I'm going to give this one to Clark. The Griswold. thing about Clark Griswold is that he accomplished everything he set out to do. Like, yeah, things went sideways on the first one, the on the vacation, the dog died, the Christy Brinkley thing, and the and then he went to, in the pool and eating that sandwich. But he did get to Wally World. Yes, he did have to get a gun and hold up the place to get in, but he did go a roundabout way of getting there. Christmas vacation, Clark Griswold, once again, just a complete fuck up, but Christmas did happen at the Griswold house and everybody was happy. And yes, there was a situation, but Wendell Clark didn't accomplish nearly as much in his, in his uh, time on the television in front of me as Clark Griswold did. Wendell did some great things, but Clark Griswold, did what he set out to do. Wendell Clark didn't. I'll, I'll, I, I like that breakdown, and I'll and I'll go with that. Like, and 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 both men, their heart was in the right place, but at the end of the day, Clark Griswold got what he was looking for. That's right. Just a weird way of going about things. Uh, recently retired. He hasn't played in a couple of years, but he played was a played for the Dodgers, the Jays, the Yankees. Uh, catcher, Canadian guy, Russell Martin, hell of a player, or Russell Wilson of your Denver Broncos? Uh, Russell Martin. 
um, Russell Wilson. Um, the quarterback position in football is a little bit, I'm not going to say it's overrated, but you know, just, just because you can be good for a little bit, everybody knows your name. Um, Russell Martin was an all-star catcher for 10 years, played for the Pirates, played for the Dodgers, played for the Yankees, played for the Jays, and then he went someplace else. He's he was so good. Hit good player. Power. Really good yeah. player. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope he's a Hall of Famer. Is he a Hall of Famer? Uh Canadian who's baseball better? Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah, but like so is he who's better, him or Buster Posey? Posey. As a catcher, as a hitter, or just because a uh, hitter has, yeah. Posey hit and he won more. And so he get but he gets to beat uh Yadier Molina to the ballot, so that helps. Um, who else is a Hall of Fame catcher from this generation? I'll probably lose my pinstripes here, but he's a better catcher than Posada. Without a doubt. But doesn't have the pedigree of championships, right? Right. And, and George never. No, so he's not in. No, but. No. Like the, yeah. But he, he's every, like, I think Martin's everything as good as, as Molina. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think. I, 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 I like him a lot. Like, maybe it's just my Canadian, Canadian baseball player bias, maybe a little bit, but no, he's a he's a hell of a player, and he seemed like a pretty teammate. good guy. Yeah, it's it, I agree with that too. Like he he yeah. got brought in for for to be a, a clubhouse leader, and that that stands to reason that a catcher is that kind of guy. Speaking of Canadian player. athletes, Dave, by the which we you know, a good segue there, Canadian athlete, go from one uh, one to the other. Uh, Man, do you think this guy is kicking himself in the, in the junk for taking that uh, Brooklyn Nets job? Uh, who is better, Steve Nash or Steve Winwood? <laughs> Back in the High Life Again is a song I kind of like. I love um, that Val- song. Valerie was very formulaic. Um, Steve Winwood had, there's a one or two songs from Traffic that he was in as well. I'm going to say Steve Nash. Because Steve Nash as a player was really good. Amazing. Two uh, back-to-back MVP in LeBron years and Kobe years and Dirk Nowitzki years. Steve so Nash, he's a Hall of Famer. He, oh, for sure. For sure. I think he's in. Is he, if he's not in already, I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But but I, I'm 100% Steve Nash on this. 100%. You think he's like he took that job? Like, oh, I should have taken that job. Well, what do you do, right? You got, you got like, I don't. I know guess you want to try. Like, you want to give it a shot and say, I can do this. I can't do this. But you sit around. You can only sit around and golf so much or do whatever he does. Like, you, you got to do something. I guess you got to do something. I didn't know. And basketball is your passion. Well, there you go. I didn't realize Kyrie was such a uh, an absolute fucking moron. All of them. All of and them. Then, but I did know that uh, I had to keep Harden happy, but I couldn't without Kyrie and, and Durant hurt. Like it's, I, I'm not going to judge Steve Nash on, on his coaching tenure at, at Brooklyn because I don't know. Like it was impossible to succeed with the, the hand they were dealt after they had that big three. Uh, one more. We'll end it on this one. Uh, another Canadian athlete. Jesus, a Canadian athlete now here in the fourteen twenty sports podcast. Um, Joey Votto or Joey Tribbiani? 
Um, I'm going to call, I don't know, Joey Tribbiani actually get, did make me laugh quite so He made me laugh. Yeah. He, Out of like, like when you watch, like Friends didn't age well at all. Like if you turn a thing on, an episode on now, like when you're flipping through and what, like, oh, this isn't funny. Like it didn't age good at all, in my opinion. Um, yes. Deanne's brother still likes it. And like he's like, because they grew up watching it together and, and he's still all about that kind of stuff. And it's, I, I'm like, Oh, it ain't geez. it ain't no officer Seinfeld. No, it, it did not age well at all. Um, but I I still like Joey's goofiness, everything else. Still, it, it that still kind of makes me giggle looking back how dumb the guy was and the, how you doing and everything else and horn your nose got all the time. But uh Joey Votto's a hell of a ball player. I'm gonna give this one to Joey Votto. Um because he's a real person and like you say like friends like, compared to clark well. griswold and wendell clark but whatever <laughs> yeah. well his, his realness didn't affect my my decision making process on that one right <laughs> so so i can always find a reason just oh, to yeah. ask me for consistency um uh but even though joey joey triviani triviani uh and uh that, well, the point is simply move. I'm going to take Votto, the ball player. <laughs> Who cares what cows say? There you go. That was good, Dave. Good, good, good catch on that one. It's a move. Uh, no, Dave, that's uh, it's a wrap for tonight. We touched on like the last couple of times. We we touch on some serious stuff, and then we get into the fun stuff. Uh, hope people keep enjoying our show, tuning in uh, on a, a twice a week basis, sometimes three, sometimes one. But uh, throughout the summer months, we get a little bit busy with the. Uh, things going on but there's always other shows you can listen to because i guarantee if you listen to this one there's 200 other ones you haven't you haven't listened not 200 but there's lots you haven't caught up on so make sure you go back and and listen to one or two and talk to people about the show and, and uh, keep getting the good word of the 1420 podcast out there i 100 agree looking forward to these new partners partnerships we're making uh hope i don't have to shave my balls to get paid by <laughs> manscaping but we'll see like every man has his price right well maybe we'll, we'll uh i think jim's getting a package himself because there was three of us that uh that signed up for this that uh, jim's our our sound guy and the actual producer of the show and he gets the, the sound the music and everything together for us and uh that's the uh the editing and all that so he's getting a package maybe he'll be the guinea pig for the fort for the 1420 uh, <laughs> podcast uh manscaped edition and everything else we'll get his uh we'll get him on the show we'll have his him give his uh two cents about it uh and we'll see how that goes and but we uh once we get it out there we'll, we'll test it we'll have got some promos that got to come out and help us out we need to if we sell some stuff these guys are going to become a uh a full-time sponsor for us, which we're looking forward to. And it, it helps us uh, keep putting these shows out because uh, it, uh, it becomes a little bit time consuming, but uh, we enjoy it, but make sure you guys to talk to people about the show. Cause that's what actually gets the word of the, the uh, podcast around. We can put everything we want on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and everything else, but it's, uh, it's our listeners that, uh, that we uh, love so much that uh, talk to other people about the show and get it out there for us. Download like, and review um it's all really important to what uh we're doing here and and then we enjoy it like it's been shit it's damn it's been damn near a week i missed you buddy and we didn't lay, our last for somebody didn't even lay eyes on each other for somebody didn't lay oh. eyes each on her this, this much time <laughs> jesus 
saw you more than my girlfriend for a lot of time, a lot of a lot of months there. But yeah, so it's just the way things go. Anyways, a fourteen twenty podcast for beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself because we need you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? Don't swing it high pitches, Jim. And we'll talk to you, Dave, on Wednesday night. On Wednesday. And Jim, if anyone has to shave you their balls, it's you, though. There we go. Have a good night, Jim. We'll talk to you on Wednesday night. (laughs) Landscape, Bodog, SeatGeek, and the rest. Use the codes. We're here to help you guys. Put money in your pocket, really. That's all we're, that's, we're trying. That's it. There we go. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 